Actor, author, certified life coach, encourager, family man, inspirational speaker, and so much more. Welcome to my podcast, Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Listen, we have a lot to cover today, and I'm so excited that this word has been put on my heart. So we're going on a journey because there is a word and that atmosphere for you today. So without any further ado, let's get our positivity on. All right. So today's topic is roar. R-O-A-R, roar. It is time that you find your roar. Now, I know you've seen this word before and I know you feel like you know what it means, but we are going to take a deep dive into finding your roar. But first, I want to share this key word with you. That key word is opportunity. According to the standard definition version, opportunity is a set of circumstances that make it possible to do something. A chance for employment or promotion. Again, opportunity, a set of circumstances that make it possible to do something. A chance for employment or promotion. I would like to go to the Bible and share with you 2 Timothy Chapter one, verse seven, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and discipline for the spirit. God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. To help you discover your roar, we're going to discuss a childhood favorite of mine. And I know I'm not the only one. And if you haven't seen this before, I need you to get Disney Plus for at least a free trial. I need you to check out. It used to be on Netflix. I need you to ask a friend to pull it up for you. But yes, we're going to visit good old Simba with the Lion King. Get your pen and paper ready because I have 14 points to help you find your roar. And we're gonna do this all through the journey of Simba. Again, if you haven't seen this film, (laughs) it's too late now. All right, let's get to it. But first, hold up. Just know all music is provided from the Lion King soundtrack, the instrumental version. Let's find our roar, R-O-A-R. 
Point number one, you are a threat. Again, you are a threat. You were put on this earth to do something that no one else can do. Just as your fingerprint is so unique, so is the talent and purpose that you have on this earth. I'm not saying that there aren't people who will do something similar. I'm not saying that there aren't people who will have the same idea. I'm not saying that there aren't people who will see success success in your lane. But what I'm saying is no one can do it like you because you have been created to do this specific thing that no one else can do. So therefore you were born into a position that makes you a threat. You are a threat. And I'm not sorry to inform you that this threat is actually a blessing. You have been chosen to do something great and to live in that greatness. But you have to find your roar. Let's talk about Simba. He was born into royalty. He was born to be a king. Before he even set foot on earth, he was born to fulfill a specific purpose. He had a destiny. He was part of a royal bloodline. He had no true idea of the power he possessed. He was chosen to reign just like you. You see, we we just look at Simba and we, we don't dissect how deep his story is and how similar we are in finding our roar. You see, he was chosen before we all got to encounter the or whatever they say. I believe that's what they say. Let me say it one more time to make sure I got it right. You know what? I'm starting to think that maybe that's not the right way to say it. All right, so that is the right way to say it. So with that being said, Simba was born to be king and there was no way around it. Just like you, you were born to serve a purpose. You are a royal bloodline. And because of that anointing over your life and because of that blessing that you carry, you have to find your roar. Point number two, with territory comes opposition. With territory comes opposition. You see, Simba was born to be king, but there were people who felt as though they were born to do the same. There were people who were plotting on him before he even touched the earth. There were people who were against him before he even developed and could acknowledge what his purpose was and how great he was. And sometimes as even those who are closest to you, even those who are your family, your friends that you think will never turn on you. You see, I don't know if you know much about the story of Lion King, but if you know what I know, you know that he had an uncle and that uncle's name was Scar and Scar had an agenda 
since his birth. I want you to understand that everyone's journey is different. Now, Scar has a whole breakdown on his own that we could go into, but I'll save that for a later episode because Scar was bad. But Scar just had some deep rooted issues and he needed some saving and some positivity in his life. However, let's switch back to Simba. Scar was supposed to be the uncle that would support him and be there for him. But you see, Scar was an outcast with bitterness, jealousy, envy and, and, and a bad taste in his mouth when it came to the cub, which was his nephew. But but what you need to understand is. Your journey is your journey. What God has for you is for you. It doesn't matter who deems themselves worthy, but because God created you as a threat and because God has put you on this earth to fulfill a specific purpose, there is nothing that can be done about it. The only thing and the only person that can get in the way of your greatness is you. With territory, comes opposition. And we're going to keep it moving and we're going to move in to point number three. There are people rooted to your destiny. There are people rooted to your destiny. So just as with the territory comes opposition, there are people who are rooted to your destiny. From the start of your journey to the end, there are people in place to stand beside you. For Simba, in his journey, he had Nyla, he had, he had Zazu, he had Rafiki, he had his mother. He had people who were in place to remind him consistently of who he is, even when he strayed away and even when he was lost. Just like you, you have people in your life who are rooted there for the complete journey. There are people who are going to be temporary on your journey. And purpose. However, there are people who will be rooted to your destiny. You can't shake them. You can't get rid of them because as you elevate and as you grow, they elevate and they grow and they are equipped with God has with what God has equipped them to be equipped with to support you fulfilling your purpose and destiny. Point number four. Your road to purpose is a blueprint. Your road to purpose is a blueprint. God has given you all that you need to fulfill your purpose. You have to take a moment and look at your life. Look at the lessons learned and apply them in your direction moving forward. You see, with Simba, Mufasa, which was his father, educated him to prepare him for his future. God has done the same with us. He has given us the right people. He has put us in the right situations. He has taken us out of the right situations to make it all for our good. He has given us a blueprint on our journey and purpose. You see, with, with, with Simba, his father taught him what it truly meant to be king and provided him with a resource to always keep him grounded. Let's take a moment and just, just hear how this was done. Look, Simba, everything the light touches is our kingdom. Wow. 
A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, Simba, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. And this will all be mine? Everything. Everything the light touches. What about that shadowy place? That's beyond our borders. You must never go there, Simba. But I thought a king can do whatever he wants. Oh, there's more to being king than getting your way all the time. There's more? <laughs> Simba. Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. As king, you need to understand that balance and respect all the creatures, from the crawling ant to the leaping antelope. But Dad, don't we eat the antelope? Yes, Simba, but let me explain. When we die, our bodies become the grass, and the antelope eat the grass. And so, we are all connected in the great circle of life. So as you see, from a, so as you can see, as a cub, Simba was beginning to get downloads that were, would, would, would later on become important ingredients to the success of his journey. He had people who were rooted into his destiny, who would give him words, who would give him the logic and the knowledge he needed to be able to hold his purpose. You see, that's what God does with us. He gives us a blueprint and God walks with us through the process. It is us who delays our progress through our own insecurities, doubts, fears, and, and whatnot, whatever that may be. However, we have all we need. All we have to do is roar. Now, in that speech, there was a dark land and it was called the Elephant Graveyard. And, and Mufasa gave Simba specific instructions not to go there. Simba had no idea what, what that was all about because Simba is a cub. He doesn't understand his power. Simba doesn't understand who he is yet. He's just getting a glimpse into his destiny, a glimpse into his purpose. Right now, he is downloading the blueprint. Right now, he is downloading the information so that he can fulfill his purpose. You see, he was given specific instructions not to go to the elephant graveyard. He couldn't understand why. And there are going to be times in your life where you won't understand why God isn't opening certain doors, why God isn't answering as quickly to the prayer that you want, not realizing that it's for your own good. So, you know, Simba being a cub, he still wanted to do what Simba wanted to do because there was something exciting about about where he was going. There was something that was just he had to see what it was all about. So that brings me to point number five. God doesn't expect perfection. God doesn't expect perfection. Temptation can be intriguing, but it has the ability to destroy your blessings. Even in your greatness, 
There are certain places you just can't go. There are certain rooms you just can't enter. There are certain people you just can't be associated with. I'm sorry, but there's certain nights that you can't go clubbing. There's certain days that you cannot leave the house. There are certain moments where there are bigger things for you to handle than the things that may bring you what you feel is pleasure. But it's all working for your good. God doesn't expect you to be perfect. God knows you're going to make a mistake. God knows you're going to go against his word. It's many people in the Bible who have done so, but God does expect for you to come back home. God does expect for you to shift some things in your life. God does expect for you to learn from your mistakes, but God does not expect perfection. Now you see with Simba, he, he, he went against what his father's orders are. Does that sound familiar to you? How many times have you gone against what God has told you to do? You see, but God, the beauty of our relationship with God and the beauty of what sacrifices that have been made on our behalf is we can come back. But God doesn't expect again for us to continuously make the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. So Simba decided to go on a journey and, 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 you know, it was Zazu's responsibility to watch over them as a guardian. And, and him and Nyla decided to go visit the elephant graveyard. And when they got there, they were in for a treat. Simba almost caused him and Nyla their lives. And there was a moment where he, he, he got a glimpse of what being a king was. So he tried to own it in that moment. And he tried to defend himself when he was cornered by those hyenas who were ready for him. He tried to, to, to find his roar in that moment, not realizing that he had not been fully developed. And with your purpose, it is never fully developed. It is a journey. It is a process that you have to nurture from day to day. So it's important that you make wise decisions. You see, Simba tried to defend Nyla. Simba tried to defend himself with this little roar. It went a little something like this. Rawr. Rawr. To the point where the hyenas fell out in laughter. Simba did not realize the situation and how deep of a situation he was in. It wasn't until in that moment that he realized why his father had given him those instructions not to go to the elephant graveyard. Why is it that we test God and we put ourselves in situations that God tells us not to put ourselves in? Why do we have to wait until our lives are at jeopardy for it to click? You see, in that moment, although he was given those little rars, it took for Mufasa to step in and show them, show those hyenas who the king was and who Simba was in that moment. But again, as earlier, we, 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 we identified that with territory comes opposition. So in all of this going on, 
Scar, his uncle, was sitting there in the shadows watching. However, Simba was about to be in for a rude but needed awakening. Zazu. Yes, sire? Take Nala home. I've got to teach my son a lesson. Come, Nala. Simba. Good luck. Simba. Simba, I'm very disappointed in you. I know. You could have been killed. You deliberately disobeyed me. And what's worse, you put Nala in danger. I was just trying to be brave like you. I'm only brave when I have to be. Simba, being brave doesn't mean you go looking for trouble. Simba had to learn some lessons that will prevent him from making mistakes in his future. You see, God will, will, will let us grow through some things to protect us and prepare us for our future, for our next level. However, we have to make a conscious effort to be aware of what we're doing and be obedient to what God is calling us and telling us to do in the moment that he's telling us to do it. Which brings me to point number six, limitless faith requires discipline. God will test you to see if you're ready to own the crown. Now, now what I mean by that is, it's not that you don't already have the crown. It's just, are you ready for everything that comes with the crown? Are you ready to walk in royalty? Are you ready to, 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 to accept the favor, the anointing, the blessings over your life? Are you ready to handle the opposition that comes with the territory? Are you able to look at your purpose and follow the blueprint and the roadmap? Are you able to, to still serve God when other people are challenging you, challenging you to go against him? Limitless faith requires discipline. Limitless. That means chains off. That means that means no boundaries. That means free. That means there's no limit to where you can grow and where you can go. God has created you to be limitless, but there's an access card to each level of your life. And there is a test that you have to take in order to get that access card. Your roar has to be aligned with God's plan for your proper projection. So what does that mean? Your roar has to be according to God's will. Point number seven, your assignment is bigger than just you. Your assignment is bigger than just you.
Mufasa reminded Simba of why his actions were dangerous. Just as Mufasa has done that with Simba, God will do that to you as well. God will remind us of why some of the decisions that we decide to make against him are dangerous for our purpose, for our future, for our destiny. You will eventually become the teacher that will impact the lives of others. Sometimes you're not allowed to do what everyone else does because you're just called to do something different. You will be the change that they need to see to be the influence that they were called to be. But first, it takes just one. And I'm here to tell you, you have a crown with your name on it. But first, you have to own it. You have to be disciplined, obedient, and you have to realize that it ain't about you, boo. This life is not about you. It's about God's will and plan with you. What is God using you for? To move the masses. Point number eight. The enemy will always have a plan. I hope that you're still here on this journey and I hope that you are following along. We're going to do a quick recap of the first seven points so far. And then we're going to touch on the next seven in our next episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. So point number one, you are a threat. Point number two, with territory comes opposition. Point number three, there are people rooted to your destiny. Point number four, your role to purpose is a blueprint. Point number five, God doesn't expect perfection. Point number six, limitless faith requires discipline. Point number seven, your assignment is bigger than just you. And starting off, our next episode is point number eight. The enemy will always have a plan. I thank you for joining me on this part one of Roar and looking forward to breaking down the next seven points on part two next week. Listen, it is important that we find our Roar and we start applying the things that God is telling us to do to our lives and into our daily routines. I hope that this has been a great episode for you. And again, we'll finish this up next week on part two of Finding Your Roar. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Listen, stay encouraged through the week. Check out my website, www.itsharoldkeith.com and follow me on Instagram at It's Harold Keith. And if you have Facebook, go there too. At, guess what it is? It's Harold Keith. Looking forward to keeping you encouraged. Looking forward to more podcasts with you. Thank you again for joining. And I'll see you next week. All right. That's a wrap, folks. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.